everybody. Welcome to the show, Rain, Patchy Fog Today. Oh, Mitch McConnell's in the hospital. Whoa-oh. Clearly Donald Trump's fault. Yes. With the assist from Tucker Carlson. I have no doubt. Tomorrow we do have the Friday Road Show. We will be broadcasting live from Scramblers as we do every Friday, barring you know great escape trips and holidays and so forth. But during our normal scheduling, which tomorrow will be a normal scheduled day, we will uh, have that live broadcast from Scramblers, sponsored by Affordable Towing. And then we have a happy hour. Happy hour, Retro Metro. We do this about once a month or so. We we target the first Friday of the month, but of course we were in Mexico for the Great Escape live broadcast with many of you joining us. And instead of skipping, talked with Tiny and and uh, of course Taylor and Sayla and, and a number of the others over at Retro Metro. They're all totally awesome. And uh, and like yeah, let's let's uh, not skip the month. Let's let's just do it the following Friday. So it will be this Friday, four to six. Uh, had a fantastic group of ladies uh, for our lunch bunch yesterday. Lunch bunch is a weekly event. You get registered at ksgf.com, and should your name be chosen, then you and five of your friends, coworkers, churchmates, whatever they may be, will uh, join Sarah and me for a delicious lunch, in which Taylor always takes care of us. Uh, uh, everybody there, I'm sure, is fantastic. But I know, I'm telling you, if you do go and, and you want guaranteed tremendous service from a tremendous person, uh, Taylor, you can, you can request her. But if she's not available or, of course, like I said, I, I don't want to short anybody else. And I'm sure everybody there is fantastic. Taylor is just the one that we get uh, an opportunity to have take care of us every week. And she is there on Fridays for happy hour. Uh, as well as uh, a number of others, because uh, um, you know it can become a busy evening. So we'd love for you to join us at Retro Metro four to six tomorrow. Uh, it's come and go as you please, no reservations. It's just a very casual sort of uh, situation. All right, some of this stuff to uh, to cover. Oh, I want to play a story that actually mm, I want to say aired last week. Ashley Reynolds over at KY3 does a tremendous job, and she does these on your side segments. And and it's really, in my opinion, one of the areas in which local media can make a a real positive, meaningful difference. Local media, oftentimes, rightfully so, gets criticism because of certain coverage. But this is an area, local media is you're supposed to be a contributor to the community, right? You're supposed to be doing good. And, and these on-your-side segments are, are one, of those, uh, one of those offerings. And there was a story that was done regarding uh, a, an American Legion post, and they got a surprise bill from CU for just under six grand. They're like, hey, sorry, the meter that... Uh, we have for you over there. Wasn't working. We didn't really notice for a couple of years. And so, uh, tough on you. Here's a big bill. And that money, as an organization, is, is going to come out of a lot of their charitable funds and so forth. And uh, there is a GoFundMe page set up. So, uh, bringing this up, and I'm going to air the story a little bit later on, so you, you are aware of it in case you had not seen the story. Uh, but 
because there is a GoFundMe that has also been set up by somebody that up to a point is going to do matching funds uh, that uh, I'm sure with your help, given that these are veterans and um, and they are reliant on donations, uh, we can hopefully uh, lickety-split take care of this for them. Um, and, uh, you know, that can be our contribution to, um, to the situation. Also, uh, another misleading headline from the newsletter. I know that's not a huge shock. Uh, polling hypothetical New Hampshire GOP primary. Where does Trump stand? And Trump and DeSantis headed to Iowa. We've got a lot to talk about today. We have an author of the week. Christy Fulnecki will not be here prior engagement, and I think that's why I forget. She's She just tells me. I'm not going to be able to be there, and then uh, I oftentimes forget why. Jason Ryman now with the latest news update. A woman was found dead at a Springfield home Tuesday, and a man has been arrested on second-degree murder charges. Police say the man called 911 to report the woman's death at a home in the 200 block of South Clifton. 41-year-old Crystal Dye was from Springfield. She was found dead. 59-year-old Jerome Poole from Springfield is charged with second-degree murder. Police in Waynesville are investigating the death of a 5-year-old girl. A student told a school resource officer that a child was unconscious and unresponsive at a home in the 700 block of Washington Street. Police found that child dead. Two women have been charged in Pulaski County with second-degree murder and abuse or neglect of a child. And Greene County prosecutors have filed charges in connection with a standoff at a Springfield supermarket last Sunday. Jeremiah Green is charged with second-degree burglary. Police say they found Green inside a price cutter store on West Commercial Street. He'd walked through the store causing damage. He was taken into custody with the help of a canine unit. I'm Jason Rima. You're listening to Springfield Stock 1041. Uh, rain today. Patchy fog. I have 52 patchy fog tonight, 35, partly sunny, 51 tomorrow, rain on Saturday, 47. Uh, Mitch McConnell admitted to a hospital after what we're told is a fall. The reason I say we're told that it's a fall is not because it seems suspicious, the story itself, or the circumstances don't add up, but I just don't believe anything these people say anymore. I, I don't, especially Mitch McConnell's people. I don't believe a thing. Their instinct, I think, even when the truth serves them, is to still lie. That's just their go-to. That's the path of least resistance for their brain is to tell a lie. So whenever you've got Harry Reid and they say, well, he fell off the treadmill. That's why he's got a black eye. Like, uh, they're probably lying. Fetterman, well, he admitted himself into the hospital because of, uh, they're probably lying. Mitch McConnell, well, he's at dinner and he just fell down. He is old. But he's also a liar. So, eh, they're probably lying. But nonetheless, this is the official position that has been put out there. Uh, Axios reported the incident last night, quoting a McConnell spokesperson, quote, this evening, Leader McConnell, Leader, dear Leader McConnell, tripped at a local hotel during a private dinner. He has been admitted to the hospital where he's receiving treatment. There are no further details as the story is just breaking, like apparently his hip. The 81-year-old senator has been in the news this week after he publicly uh, trashed on uh, Tucker Carlson for doing some actual journalistic work and reviewing and 
airing some of the additional January 6th tapes. Now, I think most people, even people that don't care for Mitch McConnell, people who view, recognize him as dishonest and corrupt, still, you never wish harm on anyone. And in fact, I don't know that it wouldn't be a bad idea, just in order, this may be an exercise in kindness, have well-wishing Maybe phone calls to the Senate office, cards, and and not just wishing for him to get better, but out of an abundance of kindness, as an exercise of human beings and for a lot of us Christians. To go a step further and encourage him to, for his own health and safety, just go ahead and retire. At the very least, step down from that leadership position. I mean, uh, lighten up the caseload a bit. It's a caring thing to do. Someone that is of that age at this point. I mean, let's be honest. We've noted the lack of any sort of human compassion of those who surround Joe Biden, encouraging him, despite his clear age-related issues, to run for president. Those surrounding Fetterman and the clear lack of any sort of human compassion as they encourage him to run, despite the fact that clearly it has uh, done great, great damage to his health. Those that have been surrounding Diane Feinstein, clearly no human compassion there to encourage her to, to step down. Spend time with family. Spend time with grandkids in your final days instead of the halls of Congress. And so I think probably the good, right thing to do is to send those cards, make those phone calls, and, and, and just express that level of human compassion of encouragement to go ahead and and spend these final days or years of your life. I don't want to short him any time here on earth. We'll say these years of life uh, with family, with friends, surrounded by loved ones, and enjoy life a little bit, and at the very least step down from your leadership position. But you know what? As a gesture of compassion, we'll go ahead and encourage you just to resign that Senate seat. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach. Bringing the heat. Uh. The Springfield News Leader once again has a misleading headline. It is an article that is written by one of their. Very young individuals, employees that I'm sure has a piece of paper from a college saying that they are equipped to be a journalist. Um, And that oftentimes results in stories that are written by someone who clearly doesn't, either hasn't done their homework or doesn't know the history of certain things. And that is either what is going on here or it is a deliberate attempt to mislead the readers. And I will give credit. There was a an article some time ago that had a false headline. It's beyond misleading. It's just straight up false. It regarded legislation that was being discussed in Missouri 
that would protect girls' sports and not allow boys to compete against girls simply by declaring, well, I'm a girl too. And the headline, of course, read something along the lines of uh, legislation discussed or proposed that would ban transgenders from sports, which was not true at all. Absolutely not true. What it actually did was, through legislation, seek to have transgenders treated just like everybody else. You have XY chromosome. You are, you, you are on a sports team with others that have XY chromosomes. If not, then, you, you know, I mean, it's pretty straightforward, simple. If, you, if you're a boy, you compete against boys. Physically, biologically. Just because you decide that you want to self-identify as something else doesn't mean you get special treatment. And all of a sudden, oh, well, you can play on whatever team you want to. I had... I forget the name of the, I believe it was a a female journalist because I knew I was going to be talking about it on the air. And so I sent an email asking where it was in the legislation. They believe that it banned transgenders from participating in sports in the public school system. Because I read through the legislation, wasn't able to find it, and I'm going to be talking about this tomorrow. And so I was just wanting to make sure that there was nothing I missed. And I believe it was the next morning I had an email from whomever wrote the piece said that it was a mistake. They made a correction. And they changed it. They changed the headline. This is a different employee of the newsletter. But the headline situation, and they have this inability to be honest when it comes to any news stories dealing with transgenders. It's just not possible for them. So the headline is Missouri Senate goes home for break without vote on bill banning transgender health care. There is no bill being discussed that would ban transgenders from receiving health care. None. There's no bill that says if you come into the ER, you're having a heart attack. Oh, wait, this is a transgender individual. Sorry, we can't provide you health care. There is no legislation being proposed that says if an individual is trying to pick up their prescription drugs at whatever pharmacy of their choice it may be, and then they are recognized as transgender, then the pharmacy bans them from receiving that prescription drug. No legislation that does any such thing. The headline in the news leader is a lie. They are lying to their readers. There is no bill banning transgender health care. The story is surrounding legislation that would prevent the providing of life-altering, irreversible surgeries or medications to minors. So, you know... Sex change operation for eight-year-olds. Off-label use drugs for the purposes of blocking the body's natural um, uh, you know, growth in the context of puberty that can never be reversed. Now, once you're an adult, so be it. 
These sorts of laws, of course, are not uncommon. We have crap tons of laws that say here are things that if you're a minor, you cannot do. You cannot drive. You cannot be issued a driver's license if you're a minor. You cannot buy cigarettes if you're a minor. You cannot buy alcohol if you're a minor. You cannot get a tattoo if you're a minor. You cannot get breast implants if you're a minor. You can't get calf implants. You can't get butt implants if you're a minor. There are lots of things that you're not allowed to do if you're a minor. Of all of the things that can be written into law to prevent providing minors in terms of goods or services, I would think everyone universally would agree that if there is something that cannot be undone, that would be one of those things. Let's look at breast implants, for for example. Breast implants can be taken out. They can be removed. That can be undone. Yet do we allow, if you have some 12-year-old girl that uh, feels that, uh, you know, well, I'm a little behind and I just, I know inside I'm very busty. Okay, well, for your mental health purposes, to help make sure that you aren't so depressed that you kill yourself, we're going to encourage that you get breast implants. We don't allow that, do we? If we did, however... And by the age of 16 or 18 or 22, that girl decided, you know what, actually, this didn't help my depression whatsoever. I don't need to do this in order to feel uh, uh, whole as a person. I think I'm going to have him removed, bam, done, gone, removed. This legislation is talking about things that cannot be undone. And this upside-down world, and I know this is an issue that we talk about quite often, but this constant proactive effort to lie to their readers, that being the news leader, the culture, these aren't one-off scenarios. It is a constant culture of dishonesty at the news leader. And to act as if people who who say, listen, if you're an adult, you want to do these things, but it's totally irreversible, cannot be undone, so maybe kids, not not so much. We shouldn't do that. To claim that they are somehow the radical ones, but the adults who say, no, we don't care. We don't care if it destroys their lives. We don't care that we believe they're too young for this whole listing of things that we support banning them from. This one area in which cannot be undone, in which their life will be changed forever, for the rest of their existence, and there is no undoing it, to claim that it's radical to protect kids from that? And then for the, the, to have the news leader deliberately try and mislead people in the community into believing that this is an effort to prevent people who are transgender from receiving any health care whatsoever. They're trying to ban them from hospitals, ban them from doctor's offices, ban them from uh, Walgreens and CVS, the pharmacy, ban them from even getting cough drops. A vote on Bill banning transgender health care. 
They know exactly what they're doing. And I'm sure the rationalization is, well, no, technically we're talking about health care that specifically addresses issues of transgenderism, uh, which that isn't even accurate. We could get into that. But that aside, they know exactly what they're doing. If their goal was for their readers to see a headline and have an accurate understanding as to what the story is about, the headline would read, Missouri Senate goes home for break without vote on bill banning off-use medication, off-label use medications, and, and sex change operations for children. That gives you a more accurate understanding as to what is going on. But that, of course, is not their goal, is it? Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs. Uh, hydroplaning is very dangerous. It is very deadly. We clearly worry, concern ourselves, and drive carefully when there is ice, when there is snow. People don't like to get out into it. We have uh, more confidence when it comes to rain. And hydroplaning, in reality, is not as likely and, and I'm sure uh, as likely to. I mean, once it occurs, it occurs. But you're less likely to be killed, I imagine, statistics show, in a hydroplaning incident versus if you're driving on ice and having some sort of, of uh, inclement weather incident in that capacity. But the point ultimately being, I'm trying to get here in a roundabout way, um, your tread, your balance, your rotation, all of these things can be the difference between whether you hydroplane or not. Next time you have your vehicle in at A1 Custom Car Care for just whatever it is, an oil change or a check engine light, which yesterday I I talked these things into reality. Yesterday I talked about check engine lights. Yesterday after the show I get in my truck, check engine light came on. So I'm going to have to pay a visit myself, and that's one of the things I'm going to do is ask them, are my tires good to go? Is there anything I need to do so that when the rains do come, as they are expected to today and come again on Saturday, uh, I diminish the likelihood that I'm going to have trouble driving. It's my little safety safety recommendation for you. A1 Custom Car Care. Coming up uh, on your side, Ashley Reynolds KY3 Springfield Veterans Group gets nearly $6,000 in dead gas meter bill. I'm actually going to play the story for you coming up. And, And this story is from last week or the week prior. I'm bringing it up now because there has been a GoFundMe page launched in order to help these veterans uh, so that they don't have to dip into their donation funds and and these dollars can be used in a more meaningful way uh, as opposed to something that was well beyond their fault uh, yet at the same time is looking to put them, you know, hit, or hit them with a just under $6,000 bill. So we'll have that next. The American Transmissions. Talk at text line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work. Rain, patchy fog today, high of 52. Patchy fog tonight, 35 for a low. Partly sunny, 51 tomorrow, and rain on Saturday with a high of 67. That'll be a, a fun pub crawl, won't it? Yeah. Rainy and 47 for a high. Ugh. The St. Patrick's Day Parade is back. It's on C Street. Has it always been on C Street? I don't know. I don't know that. You know, hell, maybe I'll just go this year. Do it. There's stuff on C Do Street it. I like. I like C Street. I like C Street, too. And of all of, you know, there are a lot of reasons to, or a lot of areas to look at Springfield and just shake your head and, and recognize that the, 
anytime you have leadership that is overwhelmingly to the left, you are going to end up like every other city that has leadership that is overwhelmingly to the left. You're going to have the Baltimore's, the St. Louis, and this is where Springfield's headed. There are little pockets, though, that you look at and you think, boy, that's a lot better than it was five years ago or ten years ago. I think C Street's an example of that. Um, that Missouri Hope Motel or Hotel, whatever, wasn't it just called Missouri Hotel? Is that, I, the, I think the, so. the shutting down of that, what, eight years ago, ten, however long ago, that, was, that made such such a, a, a tremendous difference uh on c street and you've got a lot of those eateries opening them so there's an italian i haven't been to the italian place there's a cuban place there is um a lebanese place there is there's van gogh's there are a lot of neat little eateries up there and uh you know i just i, I think c street's one of those areas that while it may not be everybody's cup of tea it is much improved over what it was a decade ago. And uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade, I, I, I don't know if it just goes the full length. I don't know the route. I, I do not believe I've ever been there for. Uh, you know what? Actually, that's not true. I do remember a long time ago getting there at the tail end of it. I didn't even realize that there was a parade going on that day. I just I escaped my mind. And, and uh, so I have seen the tail end of it. Clearly, now, you are untrustworthy. I am untrustworthy. You cannot rely on me to provide you accurate information. And the open discussion I just had about my attending St. Patrick's Day parades on C Street is an example of that. It's a very stark example of that. But uh, those of you that are going to be pub crawling downtown, Saturday rain, a high of 47, so enjoy that. Hey, you know what? It's a good time. It is an absolute good time. I'm not fuddy-duddy. There's something fun. It's cold. It's rainy. You're there with friends. You're getting loaded. Isn't Ireland kind of rainy? I've not been there. It seems like uh, it's it's uh, got uh, that uh, rain personality characteristic to it. All right, let's talk about something meaningful where we can make a difference, shall we? An area of contribution that local media provides specifically KY3 to the community is Ashley Reynolds and her on your side um, segments that that she does and you know how I know that it's meaningful in a positive way on social media when somebody's getting screwed inevitably one of the first three comments that people make you know somebody's like I you know this is what happened and I bought this here or I called and I you know got screwed over Inevitably, one of the first three comments is contact Ashley Reynolds. That that somebody in this the 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 viewing area of KY three uh, has, and it's it's contact Ashley Reynolds on your side. You know the other uh, news related offering that has similar response. Do you know what it is? What? When I say it, you'll know it. Okay. Anytime, anytime, someone posts that their dog escaped or they can't find their cat, leaves lost and found. Yep. That, that's the other one. Those are the two, I think, single biggest local news contributors to interactive contributors that are, are you know, non-controversial. They're, they're non-news related, but they're just really good community service. And I'm telling you, that is one of those brilliant ideas that – because I remember when Lee Moody, she came to the market – and you know, she was new, and and it did not take long where she just, 
you have people that may not even know where that came from, and or or you know, they just know oh Lee's lost and found Lee's lost and found. And I mean, what a tremendously brilliant idea uh, that spread like crazy and is synonymous with if you want to find your pet and and what's synonymous with if you're getting screwed over by some business or corporation, Ashley Reynolds, she is your superhero. Contact her. So she did a story regarding uh, Springfield Veterans Group. And this story is not new. It was from a week or two ago. Uh, I'm bringing it up now because there is a GoFundMe and you all, of course, over the years, prior to me being here, which did you know will be 13 years in April? I did know that. Yes, 13 years in April. Can you believe that? It's shameful how long they've kept me around here. Shameful, I say. Uh, even even prior to that, you all have been one of the single uh, um, most active grouping of people when it comes to veteran causes, helping veterans, volunteering for veterans, donating for veterans in a number of different capacities. And there is a GoFundMe to help this veterans group. And so instead of just uh, telling you about it, I thought I would play Ashley Reynolds' piece here so that you could hear uh, what it is that that particular uh, American Legion Post 676 is going through. Life's full of milestones. Okay, we don't need the pre-ad there. Here we go. A Springfield veterans group will have to dig deep and pay thousands for what it calls a surprise bill. They got a letter saying the gas meter had been dead for months. It's an ongoing issue. On Your Side has covered now for about a year. The notice says the meter wasn't read reading correctly and you must pay the difference. In December, Ashley Reynolds warned us around 500 CU customers were about to get the bills. Turns out one of those customers is an American Legion post on Springfield's north side with a nearly $6,000 bill. It's country dance night at American Legion post 676 off West Kearney Street. Good music, food, drinks, and company. And they'll tell you... It's all for a good cause. Whether it's buying backpacks or whether it's helping the homeless, you know, the veterans are more than just, let's just help the other veterans. General Manager Ann Humphrey says for the next few months, they cannot give back like they want. Even though, as the CU notice says, it's no fault of your own. Wow, just just such a slap in the face. A dead gas meter means these veterans suddenly owe $5,880.13. What kind of business dealings is that? You don't get to do that, but they did. It's got to come out of the charity side of our budget, which is for veterans, and we try to do a lot for the little kids on the north side. It's got to come right out of their pockets. We didn't have that budgeted. Ann says they've been paying their bills, the electricity, water, and sewer, but didn't think anything of the low gas amount. Ann was told their meter stopped reading correctly in April of 2020. April of 2020 is when we were shut down for COVID. April 6th, that was the, I mean, the city stay-at-home order. We literally were shut down. I did notice a drop in our utilities um, from March to April of 2020. I went back and verified that. 
But we were closed, so I didn't think anything of it. And we were closed for a really long time. For CU, I think $6,000 is a drop in the bucket. For a place like this, that's a huge investment. Regulars like veteran Jim Downey hope there will be an exception. You know, you would think with all the modern technology that they'd be able to keep better track of people's actual usage and not have to estimate the usage. In 27 months, they never noticed there was a problem? I mean, who's watching these meters? Who's in charge of this? Questions I wanted to ask CU, but my interview request for this story was declined. I was told in an email from a spokesperson, CU is reevaluating the billing. An attorney representing this American Legion Post sent this letter to CU asking about the bill and if a downward adjustment could be made. CU tells me they cannot comment until these issues have been resolved. The spokesperson went on to write, this is an unfortunate situation and we are taking every opportunity to resolve this in the best way possible for all. CU has repeatedly told on your side to waive dead meter bills would take a policy change approved by the CU board. I want them to know how devastating this is to an individual, to a business, to a nonprofit. Really? You know, we're not, nobody's getting rich here. Well, I think they need to come to a place like this and see what they do for the community. I think they need to see how that money is spent here. And, you know, are they going to spend it any better? Ann says if they're stuck with the bill, the Veterans Group will need a payment plan. If that's the best that they will offer us, that's, we don't have any choice. If you're going to keep your utilities on, they know that. (laughs) Yeah, no, they... Yeah, they've got this figured out. They know how this works. Now, according to CU policy for residential accounts, they can only be billed up to 12 months for a dead meter. Now, for commercial accounts like this American Legion Post, it's up to five years, which includes the COVID shutdowns. So it could be hard for businesses to spot a dead meter. Review your bills right now online and compare months. Now, if you see a huge drop, that might be a red flag. Call CU. We'll continue to follow this story. Ashley Reynolds on your side, KY3. Part of what stood out about this to me is the, the fact, and it's bad timing, almost instinctually the city managed to, through their timing, help screw these people over in the forcing of lockdown. And one of the reasons, if not the reason, that there wasn't thought given to the fact that the the bill drive it wasn't they weren't it wasn't zero. It'd be one thing like, oh this is weird. We zero. Uh it, it dropped, but it dropped after they shut down. They were forced to shut down because of the city's COVID mandate. Well, that makes sense. You see that and you think, well, oh yeah, we're closed down. We're not operating. The reason this really stood out to me is the city just hand over fist money to completely non-COVID related entities in the name of COVID. All, all of those COVID dollars, oh, we're going to give it to expand the museum over here and we'll give it in these things. And you're like, this is what the COVID money is for? Yet here are veterans, veterans. $6,000 told, eh, sorry. Yeah, it's not your fault. 
And it, there actually is a connection to COVID here. The reason that they didn't realize that the, the, the drop in the bill was due to a broken meter, they thought it was because they weren't there, is because the city, in the name of COVID, forced them to shut down. Well, we can't use COVID dollars for that, no. That, I mean, to me, if you have so many t- of our tax dollars in the name of helping people due to COVID, that you are looking for reasons to give it away. You can't do it for a veterans organization. Of course, I think this is the same city that you know, the, the veterans, the annual veterans parade had to move to, I believe it was Willard, because the city was like, yeah, we're going to stop offering you the required security that is necessary for your parade. This is not a, a veteran-friendly community. In, now, the people are. But the city has more than once demonstrated that they do not see veterans in any way, shape, or form anything special. There is a GoFundMe page. Now, this is where we come in. This is where we demonstrate that we are better than our city government. This is where we show who we are. And I know they view us as... We're sort of backwards, hillbilly, Bible-thumping racist. You know, that's why uh, they, they constantly talk about the need for equity, the need for laws and statutes and, and, and rules and regulations that, that protect certain organizations and groups because Springfield is filled with horrible citizens. But we know better. There's a GoFundMe that's been set up. And it is set up by, well, I'll just read it to you. And I'd like to think that by the end of the show, we can have this thing taken care of. I know we can. GoFundMe set up, and this was created seven days ago. And there is, uh, as of the beginning of the show, only $610 raised of Three thousand. Now it's a six thousand dollar bill, but this is this is why the attempt to raise three thousand. Let me read it to you. Hello, my name is Caleb Arthur, and I want to help our local American Legion Post six seventy six. City Utilities has backcharged them almost six grand on outrageous bills they cannot pay. That's not how we treat our heroes. Well, that's, and and he's right. That's not how we treat our heroes. That's how some do, not us. Here's the deal. I've offered to match dollar to dollar up to three thousand dollars. I've already given them $500 cash today that you, uh, uh, that you can see it in my TikTok video. Here's a link to the story KY3 ran on this outrageous issue. The goal is to raise 3000 and that's because this individual, Caleb Arthur, who set up the GoFundMe, is going to match 3000 to hit the 6000 I don't know if it'll allow it to go over 3000 if it is allowed to, I don't think that that is a bad thing if it does, because this is a veterans organization. And you you heard the, these aren't just dollars that are used for veterans. They 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 try to help kids on the north side, kids with backpacks and, and other things. Um, so here are veterans who have already offered and given so much to this country, but want to continue to do so. And I know that of all of the people in the community, all of the audiences, all of the, that, that you all are the ones that can make it happen. So I would ask that you would consider 
making a donation. Do where where do we have this? Did you find the link? Yes. Did I okay? So, so tell people how to do this. I have it posted to ksgf.com in the Nick Reads Must Read headlines. Whenever you go to our website, you'll see our homepage slider. Scroll down just the tiniest bit, and you'll see for today's show. It's mm-hmm. labeled three nine twenty three. I also have it up in our Facebook live stream as well as our YouTube live stream. So any of those places, you can find a link that'll direct you right to that GoFundMe. Years ago, the I want to say it was the DAV. They were raising dollars, and somebody stole one of their buckets. That they were they were at a number of different areas. I, this was eight or nine years ago, and I, I want to say they got away with twelve hundred or something along those lines. And we were doing the show at, at what was then Bricks Belgian Waffle and Pancake House. And I just mentioned it on air. And we had several thousands of dollars by the end of the show. People that – we didn't have anything set up. There was no GoFundMe. Stop by bricks. Just cash, cash, cash. We were able – I mean, so this is why I know that you are the folks that can make this sort of thing happen. And and that's why I wanted to bring it up. So that, as, uh, court, or as uh, uh, Sarah had mentioned, you can see at uh, uh, com. And then also on social media and make those donations. And like I said, I'd like to see it go a little bit over the goal. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Floors Plus and Nick's of Floors Plus in Springfield. All of your flooring needs and your plus needs. What does plus mean? Your backsplashes. These are craftspersons. Craftsmen. <laughs> These are craftsmen. Uh, Floors Plus. One of the reasons that I used Floors Plus for my home and that I am going to be using them uh, for improvements this year. Backsplashes being one of them. And, and I, we may have one of our uh, one size plunkin showers removed and, and have a custom shower done by them. Is is because of the craftsmanship, and when they began, they were adamant about having the best. They were very particular about the people that they hired, which meant they were not able, like a lot of businesses, to just get out there and hit a high volume number of customers and clients. They weren't able because uh, they they weren't just going to take anybody and everybody off the street. The payoff is. Now they have solid crews of craftsmen. And it's one of the reasons, again, that I use them and that I recommend them to you as well for all of your flooring needs and the plus needs of Floors Plus. Zero percent financing, 12 months right now as well. Floors Plus, Nick's and Springfield. You may have heard about this, but it is worth repeating. And for those who haven't heard it, Ron DeSantis is, I don't know if it's him, his wife is former media. Some of this may be her. It may be a collaboration of the two. He held a press conference. And as you know, there is a lot of lying coming out of the Democrat Party and the media about the things that he does, up to and including his uh, promotion of, of laws and legislation that ban pornography from being provided to kids in libraries. This is turned into the lies that DeSantis is banning books. There was 
uh, an employee, a, a substitute teacher for one district that lost his job because he lied, claiming that taking photos of empty videos of empty shelves, claiming that they had to clear all the books out and so forth. So DeSantis holds a press conference yesterday in which some of the passages from some of these books were read. And local media outlets had to cut their feeds because it was so obscene. If that doesn't prove the point, for all of these people on the the left that claim this is appropriate material, it is so obscene. In this day and age, by the way, in this day and age, all of the crap you see on TV, books that the left want to put in the hands of children proactively are so over the line, it cannot be broadcast on air. Brilliant point. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Donald Trump has a towering 41-point lead over the rest of the potential GOP primary field in New Hampshire, Borough Poll. The Emerson College polling survey released Tuesday shows that 58% of Republican primary voters in New Hampshire, the first GOP primary state in the nation, support Trump. In his re-election bid, Governor DeSantis, his closest competitor, securing 17% of the response. Uh, Sununu of New Hampshire, third place with 7%. Nikki Haley, 6%. Mike Pence, 4 2 for Pompeo, Tim Scott, Christy Noem, Larry Hogan, each taking 1% of support. Trump, of course, uh, has a strong base of support among younger GOP voters, according to the polling. Um, We'll we'll look at some of the breakdown of that coming up. I, I listen. DeSantis he's he's going to Iowa uh, as is Trump, and all of this signals a presidential run. But I would once again note that while it may be for a presidential run, it may deliberately not be for this time around, but laying the groundwork for four years from now. 